Welcome to my mind and my experience, and welcome to my mind's podcast. It's not just about the mind, though, it's also about the body, and pretty much anything I'm experiencing. Um, There's many aspects to life, and your place in the universe, and your mentality, and your experience that you're having every single second of every day. It's always fluctuating, but now we can focus on our bodies, you know, health, wellness, fitness, happiness. A lot of it seems to be, you know, you can look at somebody and tell if they're healthy or not. Um, For the most part, I mean, if you can find some really healthy people, you can just tell that they're probably not going to get sick. They're probably going to live for a long time. And it's uh, the look that, um, you know, our society kind of idolizes the superhero bodies i mean if you look at the superheroes of the movies superhero movies of like the 1950s and 60s the early batmans these superheroes are like kind of out of shape but now you have to have like thor's body to be a superhero now you have to be jacked because that is um where we sh- we all should be going so i am doing a a different take on the diet. I've tried many diets, and I'm trying the OMAD diet, which means one meal per day, one meal a day, OMAD. And I've done it for over 48 hours now. I've only had two meals in 48 hours, and I am noticing a lot of benefits from it. I definitely get why there's a spiritual aspect to it. Uh, It just, it makes you very reflective and it takes you away from food. But I think there's also an energetic exchange. I think your body is extremely sensitive to food. And when you give it food all the time, your body has all of this extra energy that it doesn't know what to do with. And if you're not working out or anything, I think all that extra energy, if you just sit on it, it just builds up in you as fat. And it also builds up a mental state. And I noticed when I started fasting the first day, it was, I was hungry, nonetheless, I was hungry, but I wasn't anxious. I have this state of anxiety. I haven't been able to sleep naturally, except for a three-month occasion, but other than that, since, um, my dude just hit me up about my first podcast, I'm doing another one, but it's cool to have good people around you, but, um, yeah, I always have this sensation of anxiousness that I've grown accustomed to. It's anxiousness from stress. It's almost like a natural stress response. And I cannot sleep for the life of me, no matter what I do, unless I sedate myself. And I've been on a, a, a pill to get me to sleep for years now. And um, anyway, when I fasted, that first day and the second day, I wasn't at work the second day, I was just trying to get through it both days, and I kind of put on hold everything else just so I could make sure I could get through the fast, because it was kind of daunting, because your experiences with food, especially food, is really interwoven with time, you know, when that time on the clock hits, 
whether it's your lunch hour or whatever, you really get that hunger thing going on. Or you get accustomed to food and it's gone when you're fasting and it frees your mind up completely, especially when you only eat once a day. It really frees your mind up to not think about it, but you, you still do think a lot about it, but I think I'll get uh, used to it. It just, it seemed really easy because I wasn't that hungry. I was getting weak though. And I think it's just because I'm not accustomed to eating all of those calories at once. And I need to eat a lot more when I do eat my one meal. So I think that'll go away, but I definitely see the spiritual um, benefits to fasting. Uh, it just makes you more quiet, more calm, and you're, you don't get this sense of anxiety, social anxiety, or anything. It kind of just calms you out, and I really dig that. And it's a state that your body is accustomed to. And, you know, there's a guy who fasted for, like, over a year and didn't have any food. And he was just really obese. And that's the only reason why your body stores that shit is because in nature you got to store your food it has the body has a capacity to store excess energy and food it's just an energy saving thing because that is a survival mechanism to save the energy and when you go on quote unquote starvation mode you're just burning that excess energy So the real question becomes, what happens when you don't have any fat to burn? Who are you then? You're in a completely different bodily um, metamorphic state or whatever you want to call it, where your reality is completely different because you're not storing up all that food. You don't have all that extra energy to expel. You're just using what you got. And I think that's another thing. And I do feel more tired now. That I don't have food. It's very interesting. Um, and it really makes me think about the power of fasting. And, you know, fat. Why do we hate fat so much? It just seems like there's this war on fat. And nobody can understand or unlock the mysteries. Look on Amazon. Look how many dieting books there are. Why is there no answer to this? Why... I mean, it's got to be out there. It should not be that hard. If you And the way I think about it is we have evolved so much as a species with our minds progressing evolution where you've gone beyond evolution to where we are creating our own evolution. But we cannot get past the body. And the body is on regular evolutionary evolution clock of evolving slowly over time. And, you know, we have all these other stimulus of screens and, you know, we can see more women in one night on a porn binge than we will and then humans have had the capacity to see, you know, 5,000 years ago in one lifetime. We can see all those girls in one night. You know, it's this, we're evolving so fast and we have to realize that our bodies are not evolving that fast. They're still in caveman days where they need that starvation period they don't and the thing is the reason why people don't want to get skinny or whatever is because it's not evolutionary it doesn't make sense to the body your mind has to take over and say no body now we are in a society where we have food that's plentiful we got supermarkets we can get food whenever we want 
okay body it's okay to not have fat you don't need to store it but you know the average unintelligent i'm not saying unintelligent more like unaware human being is just gonna you know go on survival mechanism because they don't want to think about it or whatever they just they want to get by and be content or whatever with their life which is fine but it leads to health issues that's that's the problem that's happening is you're going to have health issues with that and you need to be aware and you need to know that you're going to age and aging can either be um a pleasure or it can be a such a burden on yourself and your kids and your grandkids you have the responsibility to take care of yourself now the younger you start the better because you know that old age is going to hit you so you have the responsibility to figure this out and for some reason you got to figure it out because society's not going to do it for you because if society knew if the government knew then they wouldn't have the food pyramid and we wouldn't be eating the way we do and we wouldn't be so fat but apparently things aren't working out that way and it needs to change and you need to realize that this is you need to go on quote unquote starvation but you need to burn off all that fat the only reason it would make sense to be fat is if you for some reason knew that society was going to collapse and food was going to be scarce for the next uh, six to eight months or whatever then you would just want to eat 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 as much as possible that's the only reason it makes sense because those are the people that are going to survive the skinny people that are going to survive but look at our society i mean come on we're doing good we're better than we have ever been don't let the news confuse you we got supermarkets we got supermarkets forever now this is where we're at you know the supermarket is a modern invention of man and they just try to work on your evolutionary survival instincts and make you buy as much crap as you go in if you go in there not thinking they're going to make you buy as much crap as possible you got to be smart about it and I'm at 10 minutes, but I'm going to keep going because this is important. And it's just something that <laughs> is something that really bugs me. Is I just wish that it'd be easy. I wish the knowledge was out there. This is plain and simple. This is what you do, but it's not. You got to go comb through all this information. You got to try these stupid diets. You got to figure out what works, what doesn't, why it doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. It's time consuming, but you don't have a choice because for some reason we haven't figured out how to stop aging yet. Even though there's anti-aging genes. We haven't figured it out yet. And you know just by looking at different older folks. You know that some of them age better than others. So why is that a fact? It's genes. It's what are they doing? That they're not destroying their genes. They're making smart decisions. And there's actually genes that can repair themselves. And there's all this information out there. And a big factor of that repairing genetic material and not aging is fasting. For some reason, and I think there's, I think, three main stressors that your body is still stuck on in, uh, you know, 10,000, 20,000 BC, and that is starvation mode, um, fasting leads to longevity, hot and cold temperatures, like cold showers and saunas, and resistance training and working out. I mean, look at the society we have. We can be as lazy as we want, and we've been as lazy as we want, but our bodies don't want that. Our bodies need to work out. They need that resistance, or else they get unhealthy, and they age quicker, and all this stuff, and they need good food. We've designed cheap, effect, cheap food that should sustain you, but all it does is make you unhealthy. It doesn't have nutrients. It's crazy. It's like the body is rejecting 
the evolution that we have created for society from our own brains and bodies saying no you gotta go back to me and you really gotta start tapping into what i have because you are getting cancer you're getting diabetes you're getting all these aging diseases all these unnecessary diseases i'm not saying they're age related either i'm just saying they're diseases that we can't figure out for some reason and i think it's a genetic thing i mean genetics is has to be the most exciting frontier has to be genetics because we have barely tapped into them i mean and it's so controversial to even mess with human genes you know because you can create your own child you can do all this stuff but you can also make us live to be i mean what's What's the age that we can max out at? 120? Are we seeing the first 150-year-old person? Are they alive right now? I mean, is it possible just to live as long as they did in the Bible or whatever? You know, thousands of years? What's the possibility? Because evolution seems to have an agenda, and we are going faster than that, and we need to go back to what evolution is doing and speed up evolution naturally, not artificially that's what we're doing with all these computers and everything we're creating another evolutionary species right now with technology that's what's happening right now with technology but our bodies are suffering and we're we should not i think we focus too much i mean so be it we've done a lot of good stuff with technology and that's what we do we evolution that we affect our environment and we do it that way but Somebody's waking up. But anyway. Um so I'm fasting. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. And those are the reasons. And I think you should really think about those things. And um that's just from my body's perspective. I really I'm trying to do that. And we'll get to diet too and all that, but that's why I fast. And uh yeah thing is that bugs me is I know there's potential to be actualized but it's not common knowledge and that's what needs to be common knowledge we need to have genetic laboratories I'm sorry we need to be hacking the gene code if we're going to save our species you know um, elderly people are going that are dealing with age-related diseases, are going to bankrupt our country through the healthcare system because we haven't figured out the body's mechanisms for disease and anti-aging possibilities that are obviously there. They're obviously there. We need to figure them out because that's what's going to collapse society. It's just, and you know, you've seen it in your life. You've seen old older people, you know, some people look like they're 90 and they're only 70, or some people look like, you know, they're 80 and they're only 55, what, you know what I mean, and yeah, that's just what needs to happen to be better for society, we need genetic laboratories working on this stuff, and then all you would have to do is take a pill to emulate exercise you take a pill to emulate fasting you take a pill to emulate weight resistance training although I, I don't know if that's possible but we don't know what's possible because we've only just begun genetic research 
So anyway, there's my mind, and welcome to it, and thank you for listening. I hope you have a really good day, and uh, hopefully we make some changes um, for positive um, things in your life.